Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? This is Jeremiah Watkins. <laughs> it's Justin Alexio. Sorry, I cleared my throat on the mic. It's all good. It's starting to be your new intro. You apologizing for <laughs> spiking the audio at the very beginning of the podcast. So it's all good. How are you guys? Send us an email at thebuildingviewers <laughs> at gmail.com or, right or a, a comment below or not. Uh, but the, either way, thank you for, Do what you for feel, listening guys. to the podcast. And uh, how are you guys? Let us know how you're yeah. doing. How like to you? hear from you. If you want to, you can talk right now and you know pretend like we're listening to you. Exactly. But if you want us to really listen to you, send that email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin, how was uh, your week, buddy? What a crazy week. Uh, before I get into the show stuff, I did a show with Jeremiah at uh, the Ice House. Yeah, on that Friday. was cool. Light, light crowd, but it was a good crowd. Dude, they were really freaking good. It was yeah. probably what, like fifteen people? Yeah, it was like fifteen people, but they were like really wanting to see comedy and i will take 15 people over 50 people that are just like whatever about it yeah dude and the way that a lot of clubs don't do this for some reason they just when there's light crowds they let them spread out all over it's like they kept them very compact dude that was the first time they've done that and i i said after we were done with the show can we do this every time if we're expecting light numbers because this is way better yeah. They usually let them sprinkle all oh, over yeah, the room. Oh, yeah, dude. I've done so many shows at clubs, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is freaking hard. Like, it's so much harder. Yeah. Because you got to go to each one, and they're all not together. Yeah. Uh, it, is it was a good fun. Show. Justin had a good set. Yeah, you did, too. It was great. Every, everyone, I think, did. Nobody bombed. So. Yeah. No, it was a good... I mean, I you know, I tried to book a good <laughs> group <Yeah>. of guys <laughs> and <laughs> guys who uh, uh, I've been wanting to get up for a minute. So, yeah, it was a fun show, dude. Um, I freaking this weekend almost got into a bar fight. What happened? Not my fault. It was after shows on Saturday. I went and uh, my friend, uh, we all got into this club for $5 if you put on a cat face. So we were all in cat faces and then we went to the bar next, next to it and uh, this guy tried talking to my friend's girlfriend and like it very quickly escalated because everybody was drunk um and i was just trying to pull him away and i'm just like i instantly got in a fight mode like i'm sizing everybody all the bouncers like who can i take who can i, t- I take this guy and like uh i was re- about re- i was ready to fight i mean we got out of there and and we're all dressed as cats we're the only ones dressed as cats <laughs> in this bar <laughs> and um we he got out and in the back of my mind i kind of wanted to fight like, cause it wasn't my fault. It's like I didn't instigate this, but I, I, I fight, I fight. I was kind of ready. Um, I haven't been to fight in like a long time. Anyway, so we get outside, and I'm like, oh, God, that was crazy. That was crazy. And then my friend was like, Yeah, I kind of feel bad, cause I kind of, I kind of instigated that. And I was like, No, dude, like he touched, he touched your girlfriend. Like, don't worry. He's like, Nah, I kind of like we like to, to kind of keep things interesting when we're drunk. So like. I knew this guy like looked at her and I walked away and kind of like let her pretend like she was single for a second. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and this guy grabbed the, her waist and that he's like, and then I attacked. And I was like, dude, think of that guy. Like the story he's going to tell tomorrow, a pack of cats came in, baited <laughs> me into t- flirting with this girl and then tried to fight me. 
So you're telling me that alcohol made a situation worse? <laughs> that's so surprising. But it wasn't my it fault. It almost man. caused a fight. That, that's not the alcohol I know. <laughs> so yeah, that was that. That was that. Is, that would be a pretty epic story. Like, I don't know what happened. Man. This, these cats just. This, oh, these guys dress as cats. He's tried to hit me in the face after I touched this girl. She acted like she was into it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it, it was very crazy. So. What was the name of the bar that you guys went to? It's Barlovich. Oh, really? They do a cat themed night? No, oh no, we went to the club. Uh, was DBA? Oh, okay. It was right across and it's from next. It. Oh, yeah. across the street from Barlovich. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I got thrown and, out, thrown out of Barlovich, and I was and, like, guys, like, forget my face. I have to come back and do shows here. <laughs> and when uh, when was that? It's a Saturday. That was on Saturday. So yeah, Friday we did the show together. What was uh What was your your week like earlier than that? Uh, just, just shows and, and, and bullshit. It was good. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing else too out of the ordinary. I, there's this girl that I am, I'm excited is coming back into town. We're supposed to go on a date this weekend. I need good date ideas, guys. What, what would be like a good first date? You haven't been on a first date in God knows how long. Yeah, it's been a while. Maybe but, a movie though? Dude, you can't talk in movies. I know, that's kind of the point. Do I have to make out? Oh no, not necessarily. Just that you don't you don't have the pressure on you to talk. If you want to talk a lot, then go out for uh, a dinner or something that's semi manageable. <laughs> hey, hey, wait, wait, uh, wait to throw some creativity into this, Jeremiah. <laughs> okay, take her to the beach. Walk. Go to, go to Santa Monica. Walk on the Third Street Promenade, and then go to the beach. How's that sound? Yeah, I got to keep it cheap, but I got to like disguise it as cheap. That's always the the dilemma I have. <laughs> Just being like, oh, I got to act like I'm not poor, even though I am poor. So yeah. I got to, but she says she likes doing outside stuff. So that's perfect. Go on a hike. <laughs> Go on a hike. Well, you don't want to be in the friend zone. Okay. You, uh, <laughs> and you can't hike at night. Uh, a hike will put you in the friend zone? I don't know. I feel, I feel like if you're going on a hike before your boyfriend and girlfriend, it could put you in the friend zone. But it's a very couple-y activity after you're locked in. Right. Wouldn't you agree? I, I agree. I think I'm going to try and take her to a free museum or some shit. I don't know. Mm. How was your week, dog? It was good, dog. Um, we actually, we also did, I, um, looking at my calendar, we also did a show together on Tuesday, Improvised oh, Stand Up. Yeah. Right? Wait, yeah. No, were you on that one? No, not Improvised. We did the oh, improv yeah. show. The improv show on Wednesday. That's what it was. The improv show on, on uh, Wednesday. We got asked to do that last minute. That was pretty fun. I haven't done improv with Justin in a very long time. Yeah, dude, it was a good show. Uh, the way the, the way it ended was was weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> I had to help. I don't think Jeremiah is gonna be allowed back. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. This is really frustrating, and this is breaking every rule of improv. Every this is going against it completely. What a couple of these girls did to me that we played with, so. They had this unique form where it was a combination of stand-up and improv comedy. So you would do a scene, and then if you had a stand-up bit or a monologue, you'd pop out, do that, and then inspired of that, there'd be new improv scenes or more stand-up or more monologues or whatever. Right. I'm explaining that pretty good, right? Yeah, that's good. I was trying to pretend like I didn't know what you were talking about. I'm like, I got it. Okay, cool. So there's something that triggers this story about my dad killing a cat and it's a stand-up bit that i do and it's it's 100 true and i go out there and I, I start 
talking about it, and whenever I am just about to get to the like some of the punch punches. Yeah, because he got it to the point where like people were like a little bit uncomfortable, but like then he was about to do that release of energy. Right. And right as I'm about to like I'm talking about like my dad actually shooting the cat, this girl cuts me off. <laughs> And I was planted, and the way that you say that you're done is you step backwards. Yeah, you start I walking backwards. I was 100% <laughs> planted, and this girl, she made it so awkward, and uh, she goes, she comes out, and she's like, so anyway, and, and I was like, uh, no, I'm not done. She's like, oh, I thought you were done, and she's trying to keep it in show format, and I am pissed, Yeah, and dude. I tried to keep... Like and I end up was like no 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 it's fine I'll I'll step back. You're like story's over. Story's over. And then uh and then then she tried to make a bit out of it which I she was like it's a bit it's a bit and yeah like, and then I come back out and act like I'm gonna tell the story and then I don't and I just start a different scene but I was so freaking mad. Yeah well yeah the second girl did it again and it was very weird. Um it was, it looks like from the, from my perspective they were trying to get you off the stage because they were very uncomfortable with your story. Right they were fans of cats or whatever. And it's a story, okay? Yeah. And it's supposed to be with improv. You're supposed to yes and, even <laughs> if it is it goes to a weird place. Even if you would have gotten a laugh, but even if you didn't, it's still what she did. was It would have been better to not do what she did. Like, I would be like, oh, just let him burn. And then that'll just be if you were, but you weren't going to. But even if you were, I'd just be like, let him fail. Right. We could move on. And Justin just Justin knew how mad. Dude, was. I was just I was I was my jaw was open. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Well it was <laughs> and it was and I actually felt like I handled it extremely professionally because I didn't show that I got too mad on stage and I tried to joke around with it, but I was secretly very, very mad. I would have I would have been like back up. I was all I, if I was in that I'd go back to the line. And let me finish my story. Right. There's no way I would have been. But able- then the problem with that is the audience might pick up on that and then they might start hating you. Oh, yeah. The audience would hate me. I'm not saying I would have kept the show rolling along. I would, right. have, I would have ruined the show at that moment. Yeah. But, yeah. But Justin and I had some funny, fun scenes that we did. And it was. Yeah, it makes me miss improv, man. I, yeah, it really gotta keep, did. Got to keep doing it. I know. But it was cool that we had a couple shows together this week. It, was, it reminded me of the old days. Oh, the old days. But uh, but I had improvised stand up on that Tuesday night. How did that go? Went pretty well. I had a guy that uh, I had to kind of yell at to either leave or shut up and stay. And he was drunk, and he apologized to me after the show. <laughs> and then uh, he after he apologized and everything, the next day he tweeted at me. Uh, my Twitter's at Jeremiah Standup, and all I saw in my notifications was at Jeremiah Standup hates me. <laughs> so I had to tweet back at him, not at all, buddy. Ha ha. Dude, that's awesome. It's just, I was just trying to, he was really ruining the show. Yeah. Oh, he's one of those guys. One of those guys. So I had to, as the host, sometimes that show, I have to be a huge dick. <laughs> so the other performers yeah, have a the good bullet. time. Yeah. Dude, but, I, I, oh, I forgot. I also had a house show this week. That was cool. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? There's like uh, 20 people there. It was cool. I just did some stand-up. Uh, no mic in it. It's my fusion training came in. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was. I was just like, I, after that show, I realized I was like, and then after the one, the Ice House was a little bit light, although that crowd was awesome. I was like, you know what? I could do it for a couple people forever. I don't give a shit. I obviously love the excitement of big crowds. I was like, dude, I'm at the point now where I just like doing stand-up. Absolutely. I'll take whatever. I'll take stage time wherever. 
I uh, I went on an audition that I thought that I just murder balled it. I was like so so happy with whenever I left, and then I didn't get a call back uh, <laughs> at all. And I talked to another dude who I saw at an audition today that was there too, and I said, "Did you get a call back?" And and he goes, "Nope." And I go, "Man, I felt like I did really good." And he goes, "Me too." And it was <laughs> I don't know that was interesting. Yeah, but uh. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that weird? The ones that you feel really good about? Dude, I can remember there's this that 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 Lipton one I felt really good about. Oh, that was very bizarre how like how good. And then there's so. this one that I did for I think it was Old Navy where I freaking made it was a callback. I made the director laugh out loud mm-hmm. and nothing. It's weird, man. I don't get it. Oh, guys, I also, real quickly, uh, I fired my manager this week. So. Uh, oh, that's official. That's official. How did you do it? Did you do the phone call? <laughs> I was going to do the phone call, but then I was thinking about it because I used to work at a law firm, and I was like, he can, the phone call proves nothing. There's no paper trail there. Like, I, oh. I, need, I need something, the oral contract letting him release me, so I needed an email. So I just ended up emailing him. And he was like, all he responded back, he was like, all right, thanks, buddy. I was like. All right, that's it. That's a sign of a bad manager. Yeah. I yeah. just. Oh, and then he started harassing DPN because I I like didn't pay him for his uh, cut of the uh, the commercial I booked. So I got the day rate, and I was like, "You motherfucker! You you should of course. you should be dealing with me, not like." He's like, we called them and they said that they gave you your payment, and then I had to freaking apologize to my agent and be like, "Sorry, this manager is crazy. I'm not gonna pay him because he did that." So. Yeah. What a douche. But I he probably feels the same way about you for leaving him. So <laughs> I yeah. So no phone call exchange at all. No phone he know. He was like, All right, buddy. And then the other manager didn't never said anything. Yeah, man. I was like, All right, it's, it's time to go. It's time to go. Time to go. That's good. That'll be good. Yeah. Uh I Oh, and I'm working with the Arizona agent now. She just be like, We'll keep you in our character file and if we get any jobs for you, we'll tape in and then if you book it come out that's cool like all right that's great i, I try to hook justin up with my agent but he, <laughs> he, 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 he showed he, kind of interest he showed kind of interest but that was after he showed interest I, yeah, in justin I think, after i fired my commercial yeah, agent i think it was, was just like a i think maybe he thought like the last attempt yeah he's know. like i don't know he's like oh this he's not gonna follow up with the other guy and then i'm like never heard anything yeah okay so my wednesday was the beginning of the really cra- crazy week that I had. I was shooting with Lucas Hurl and Jamar Neighbors, uh, oh, yeah. this music video. This Basically, it's a two-live crew-type music video, booty-shaking, that kind of... Booty-shaking. Booty-shaking, sex, sexy those girls, videos. that kind of uh, thing. I, uh, those music videos from the 90s, I used to... Uh, those were some of the first things I masturbated to. Yeah, man. There you go. They're so bootylicious. Bootylicious. So, of course... We're about to start shooting in Venice. I get a call from my theatrical agent, and he goes, hey, got an audition for you <laughs> today at 3.30. <laughs> and I blocked the day off to shoot in Venice. Yeah. And I just said, can we make it any later? And he just goes, whatever you're doing right now is not as important as this. <laughs> oh, my God. You need network approval for your first co-star. And I said, um, you're right. <laughs> I said, I said, uh, he goes, be there at four. 
and go have a great audition. I said, okay. So as soon as I get off the phone, I thought, frick. And I said, Lucas, Jamar, ladies, <laughs> ladies, we got to hustle. <laughs> we got to really hustle on the shoot. And we ended up shooting it in two hours. And Do you think you got the coverage? We were editing it today. I would have liked to have gotten a couple more shots, but I think we'll be okay. We're a half to three quarters away done editing it. I think we'll be all right with some editing tricks and and stuff like that. There, There's a couple more gags that I maybe would have liked to have gotten, but it's all good. That's all hindsight, so yeah. that happens. It's, o- it's only a 45-second uh, oh, okay. music video, so... I think we'll be okay. All right, <laughs> I think we'll all right. be good. I, I mean, I'm very excited. Uh, I was editing it today, and I'm p- pretty excited to see. Will it. this be the thing that goes viral? Uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I don't. Either. I used to think every video that I was gonna do, <laughs> this is gonna be the one that goes viral that everybody sees. I spent so much time on this. I put so much effort in, and then I just lost faith. I just thought, okay, let's make the highest quality content possible. If it gets any traction, that's great. If it doesn't, it'll be awesome for whenever I refer people to my website. And my website has gotten me. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm like, I'm just making clips for uh, future casting directors. I agree. So we have to hustle. We get done with the shoot. And so I have to print a headshot and resume. I don't have it on me. I don't have pants oh on me God. or anything. I go to Kinko's. I go to Walgreens. It, both of the places won't work. And I had to just not go with a headshot. You're just like, I can't do and it. And I didn't have any pants, so Lucas Hurl lent me his khaki shorts. So I walked in with boots, khaki shorts, and a T-shirt. But it actually worked for the character that I was auditioning for. Ended up having a great audition. They didn't even ask for my headshot or resume. I already had it on file, I guess, with with them. It was the same casting office that booked me uh, for I Lived. Okay. So then uh, I took them to Subway because they freaking waited in the car while I auditioned because oh. I didn't have time to drive back to my house. Okay. So they were just Lucas, hanging out Lucas Hurl, Jamar Neighbors, and Courtney Molay. Thank oh you very much God. for <laughs> hanging and, and dealing with all that. While we're shooting, though, I get a call from Bobby Lee. He says, and, and every time he's called... I have been able to pick up because usually he doesn't call me very often. And usually if he calls me, he's asking if, if I can open for him or something. Yeah. And we were shooting and I said, I got to take this. <laughs> and we were rushing too. And so I, I pick it up and he goes, uh, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, um, I've got a couple shows, but nothing during the day. And he goes, can you cancel those shows? I go, uh, yeah, what's up, dude? He goes, okay. Here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., you're going to pick me up. We're going to go rent a car. Then we're going to drive that car. You're going to drive us <laughs> to Vegas. You're going to open for me, do five minutes of this corporate gig. We'll eat dinner, and then we'll drive back the same night. <laughs> and I go, yeah, yeah. You're like, all right, man. So I just I just said, yeah, and the rest, I knew I was going to have to cancel shows and stuff. <laughs> but I just I said yes, and I had to figure the rest out later. And so that ended up happening. <laughs> that awesome. it, it worked out. We went and uh, Vegas is nice this time of year, right? It was pretty nice. Yeah, it was good weather and everything. Yeah. So on Thursday morning, we go, we rent the car, and it's a 2014 
Dodge Challenger. Yeah, you're like, really, I don't, yeah, you don't drive that nice a car. Really freaking nice car. What's ironic, the locks and the radio does not work <laughs> on it. So the whole trip, no radio. That's weird. It's very weird. Very, very weird. So uh, we eat at this, uh, this, this hot dog house in, in Pasadena, then we're on the road, and he sleeps for a couple hours on the way there. <laughs> so you're just driving no radio just Yeah, to luckily yourself? he had earbuds, though, so I put them in my phone, and I had some music on my phone, and I listened to some Pandora, but then my internet signal went out in the <laughs> desert. So uh, we did that, and we got there, and so we get to this gig, and he Where told- Where was it at? It was at the Encore Hotel. Oh, Encore's nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, really, really nice. We get to the so we get to the hotel. We check in, and he told me on the way there. He goes, "You will bomb." He said, <laughs> "He's like, it is a fact that you will bomb, <laughs> except that you're going to bomb for this gig." And he's I like, th- and he takes you. <laughs> well, yeah. And I thought he was just try- messing with me, trying to get in my head. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, Bobby. Yeah. And of course, you want to be that comedian that as soon as you step on stage, you're, like, you're gonna prove I'm a game changer. Him wrong. Yeah, that did not happen <laughs> at all. We we are performing this corporate gig in this giant ballroom. There's 300 white middle aged men that are in there. No women in the audience. And that's whenever I knew that there was a good chance that I was going to bomb because <laughs> middle-aged men just think I'm sometimes just stupid. Some, like some, just the this young punk, just kid. how silly. Yeah, basically the the silly stuff I do on stage, whatever. But uh, so Bobby's supposed to do thirty minutes, and he tells them that he's okay to, that he has an opener, and uh, he goes before I go on stage. He goes, "All right, do five minutes." But if you want to make me really happy, do seven minutes because that's going to take cut into his time basically, and he wants to do as. Li- oh, he doesn't li- want to do the time. No, he doesn't want to, he, because he knows that how hard the gig is. They told him that Martin Short did the gig and he bombed terribly. <laughs> so there's already famous comedians who have done the gig that have failed miserably at this. So I go out there, I end up doing seven minutes, and as soon as I walk out there, they look at me like. You're not Bobby Lee. What's going on? <laughs> I feel instant hate from the crowd. And I just do seven minutes of my my material. And I just I'm getting hardly any laughs and it Oh, you're eating it in front of that many people. Oh, That's I'm hilarious. eating it in front of like three hundred people. <laughs> I'm eating it so hard at one point in my set, I hear Bobby giggling with glee <laughs> backstage, just laughing. And I start laughing because it was so ridiculous how hard I was bombing. By the end of my set, a guy stage left from me in the middle of the audience is yelling, Stop! Stop! (laughs) He yelled stop multiple times. But I was bombing so hard that I thought that if I addressed it, it would make it even worse. (laughs) So I just powered through and I kept doing my material. And then I brought out Bobby Bobby Lee and he, he freaking... Did great for that room. He did amazing. He killed. He killed that room. Yeah. And so he he told me afterwards that he was proud of me that I was able to just do my time, just <laughs> tell my jokes and commit to everything. Because I did it. I ended on a bit where I'm humping a stool on the ground and I'm getting nothing. Oh Jesus! Uh, there was a handful of people who were smiling, kind of laughing at some of my stuff, but the majority of the people, it wasn't enough to get. Anything yeah, going. they were like, uh, we're, we're, we're turned against this guy. So all the bookers come up to Bobby after the, after the show, 
Bobby, you killed it, man. That was so great. <laughs> oh, dude, that was so funny. Man, you killed it. They looked at me. Hey, man, don't quit comedy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, keep going, buddy, okay? Just uh, don't don't give up. You'll 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 get better someday. Oh. They just looked at me like I was the worst yeah, comedian. They're like they're like the people is- who booked it. <laughs> but uh, you know that was essentially like I under I knew he he filled me in on the info before the gig, and I that was my role for that gig. I was supposed to to take yeah, the bullet, you know, because they were they were freaking doing an auction before I went on stage, so <laughs> it was so. And as the guy, I knew it was gonna be, I knew it was gonna be a bomb. Right before the guy brought me out, he said my credits. Then he ran to the side of the stage and he goes, "Sorry, man, I forgot your name. What's your name again?" <laughs> and I go, "Uh oh, <laughs> this crowd's not gonna have any faith in this guy." And I go out there and I look twice as young as all of them. Yeah. And they just have no respect for me because I still look pretty young even with facial hair. Yeah. And just ate it real hard. But then he treated me to one of the best meals of my life. Uh, it was pretty much a a three hundred dollar or plus meal. Holy shit. It was dude, the guy knew who Bobby was and we ordered prime rib and he goes, Okay, the chef isn't here tonight. So I'm gonna get you an extra thick cut. It was seriously this big and I the I'm holding up probably three and a half four inch thick prime rib wow and i could bobby and i couldn't even finish both of them and because it was so much food and it was so good and then we drove back later that night and and it was it was a really good experience i I mean i i bombed really hard but it was it's gonna be it's like one of the story you got it's like one of the best gigs it's the best worst gig i've ever done yeah Dude, awesome, man. Yeah. Look at you, little trooper. Yeah. And you yeah. got back like at five o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, I was back in my house by four thirty in the morning. So it was it was a long drive, but I was surprised how comfortable the, the seats are. Usually my back hurts on long on long drives, but they're really good seats. Because you got an old car, man. I know. <laughs> Mine too, man. My shit feels like sticks. Dude. <laughs> My car's falling apart. We, <laughs> yeah, your your strut. <laughs> I need to. Oh, I know. It's starting to make that noise. Oh, we gotta book some stuff, man. Oh yeah, man. We gotta do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, do you have uh, any any other things that you uh, want to talk about, or do you want to um, you want to wrap it up? We can wrap it up. I'll just tell you guys. Uh, I got my character showcase tomorrow at IO. Oh, I so, wish I could uh, go. If you don't go to Jeremiah's show in your Pasadena, oh, no, no, Irvine. Yeah. The Irvine folk uh, come to mine. It'll. I'll make it fun. I'm. I honestly haven't even been working on it. I'm gonna work on it the day of. So you could potentially see me, Bob. Awesome. <laughs> I very much wish I was seeing that. I have Thunder Pussy with Death Squad out at the Ice House this Friday night, 10 p.m. at the Ice House. I think I already said that. And uh, Wednesday, like Justin said, I'll be at the Irvine Improv with Grant Cotter and friends. And hopefully I will be performing at the Comedy Store a little bit later this weekend. But uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. Email thebuildingyears at gmail.com or comment below if you want a, a shout-out or if you want us to talk about anything specific. I'm at Jeremiah Standup on Twitter. I'm at Justin Alexio. And you can check out videos and sketches at jeremiahwatkins.tv. Just uploaded another new one. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, We appreciate it. I'll fight anybody who wants it.